Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. Hi everyone, it's Linda Oche here again with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And today I'm very excited to have a returning guest, uh, Steve Bentley from Northern River Financial, um, sharing with us um, a little bit more about his story from a couple of weeks ago, where Steve is rebranding his business after being in business many years. Hi, Steve. How are you this morning, Linda? I'm doing really well. I'm very excited to hear more about your story of rebranding because um, after being in business for so long, and we touched on this the last time, it's quite um, a big effort, isn't it, really, to, to, to decide to change your business name, everything about your business, and to um, you know stay loyal to your clients and they stay loyal to you. So um, I guess today we're going to be talking about the, the next part of your rebranding process, but just remind us again, you know, what your business is about in, um, you know, condensed form, and then we'll talk a bit more about, you know, your branding initiatives. Sure. Um, the Northern River Financial is uh, what I like to label as a financial life planning firm. Um, really was a change in direction from uh, what we considered a condition or a traditional financial planning from really where we wanted to create more of a holistic balance between people's current lives and their future planned lives in terms of not only just looking at the numbers, but also looking at lifestyle and goals. So that is something that was discussed with clients and, you know, really they needed to have, and then I think what we talked about last time is making sure we had them provide and be able to provide their input and also keep them um, informed along the process because not only was it a large change for us, it was a large change for them as well. Yeah, obviously, and um, I guess a lot of businesses are not as savvy as you and forget about the clients and go, well, I'm changing my brand. I'm sure everybody will accept my new brand, but then do they accept it? Do they know who you are? So um, what bit of the um, the rebranding are we going to discuss today? I know it's going to be interesting because the last part was absolutely fantastic. Well, I think where we got last time was talking about the start of the process, the development of a cohesive message, and certainly trying to identify something that people could readily identify with. And we got to the point of where the name came from, the concept. Um, really taking it forward, though, is, is the next step, because as much as you go and develop um, something as a brand-new message or a brand-new brand, excuse the pun, but Mm -hmm. it's something where you need to make sure that you have a clear process for communication of that going forward so that those people who have questions will be able to have them answered, but also so that people are not left in the the loop. I mean, it needs to be something where you're working with relationships for people that are, you know, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. It is a big change, and so, you know, they need to be front and foremost looked at in terms of being able to understand why you're doing it and very quickly, the, the main reason I did it was just at my stage of life, um, 
I needed to have a, a fresh new identity, and I think I've mentioned that before, mm-hmm. that, you know, anybody who is an entrepreneur or a small business owner should always be looking at revigorating, uh, changing, refreshing, always having something exciting and, and not, not fall into a, a rut where things become so complacent and commonplace that just sort of lose your spark. And today with the business economy the way it is and primarily we have so many people now who are starting their own business where in your case you've been in business for many years but you know you looked at the future you didn't want to get stale you saw you know new exciting things happening you set new goals so you move forward and that shows that you're definitely a survivor in business Steve so Let's start now with, you know, the next part of the branding process. I'm really excited to hear about it. Sure. I think behind the scenes there was a lot of development, and and the first initial stage for us to go public with the new company and the new brand was on September 15th where we had what my marketing guy like to refer to as sort of a soft launch. I think, you know, when you're looking at a website, a lot of websites are so overdone and, and so full of information mm-hmm. that people get lost in, in, in the verbosity and and the, the splashy images. And, and, and what we really wanted to try and do with the website as a starting point was to create something that was clean, minimalistic, had some really bold, vibrant colors, and really had a lot of pictures that spoke to the message. So, you know, you talked last week about the coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, Muskoka chairs. We've got, you know, people looking at scenes that, that just make them take a breath and say, wow, you know, there's more to life than just my day-to-day grind. And mm-hmm. the second part of it, too, was in line of the change that's happening in, in not only uh, people working in the financial planning business, but also just the economy, the, the change in, in people's lifestyles. It just becomes so busy and so mechanical that people, you know, just don't really have a really good existence. So the, the second part of that message there was that we wanted to make sure people remembered today and not just look at tomorrow. That's an awesome so message. Per- I just noticed um, something on your website. Northern River financial relationships are built on tolerance, trust, truthfulness, and transparency. The four T's, but can I ask you about the tolerance bit? What exactly does that mean? I think, you know, uh, people in, in our industry can have a very strong personality, and I think what we lose sight of sometimes is what really is in the best interest of a client as opposed to what we feel is the best interest for our client. So we need to look at the personality. And so when we looked at it, as much as we might have a lot of strong ideas and strong ways to work with people, mm-hmm. we have to respect their tolerance of what we're putting forward. So we have to tolerate mm-hmm. their goals and ambitions as much as we have to be tolerant ourselves to make sure we're not reflecting ourselves into our client, but we're sort of working with our client to make sure that they're being heard. So as a new person looking at your website, and and I read that sentence, it really gives me a feeling that I want to get to know this organization, I want to get to know this person, I want to, I want to find out more about you, because to be honest, not a lot of people do listen to their clients today they think they have all the answers for us and that doesn't work for me so that's that's fantastic Steve so next part of the process I guess you, you had your soft your soft um, launch which I, I remember it was awesome and the next step would be well I think the the next step is really creating uh, public awareness of the new firm but also the brand and the message so really having um, 
structured social media rollout at the same time. And you get some people who get so carried away with posting lots of content to their social media sites, but they needed to find what social media sites they want to use, what they should be used for, and how they work together with the whole brand and the whole message that you're trying to put forward. So when you look at ours, I mean, at this point, we've launched on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. And you'll find there's a, there's a reflection in all of those sites of a similar brand, of a similar message. And the whole concept of trying to build awareness is also looking at how you use your social media sites to create that awareness. I mean, certainly looking at how you're showing on, on Google as a search engine, how your SEOs are working for you, your tag words. I mean, really to create and start to populate that brand and start to populate that message so that people are drawn back to you. Uh, so that was another part of that launch, and, and we're working forward on a schedule in terms of how we actually populate uh, mm-hmm. those social media sites. So you've planned ahead. You didn't just say, okay, it's a soft launch, I've got an awesome website. You looked at your social media initiatives too, and you discussed this with your advisors, and then you had a plan, you had a goal. You didn't just go, here it is. You had a, a set way of doing it, which I think is very um, very intuitive and, and really the best way to go. Um, do you measure um, at this point? How long would it be before you start to measure the success of your social media soft launch? Um, you know, do you have programs in place? Does someone take sure. care of that for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think the that's a very important um, point. And that's not only just in terms of the social media sites, but also people and their financial plans. They have to be measurable in some way because you need to know that your message or, or your goals are, are actually gaining traction and you're actually seeing the results of the work you put into it. So social media site, um, one of the, the key tags of the company that I work with is measurable marketing. In other words, we do have an established process we are rolling out mm-hmm. so that we are starting to track and measure. And that helps us guide us in terms of where we need to move in terms of the direction of where our message is going in social media because there are certain things we're going to learn from the process. We may make some changes. We may find things are working well. But it's also to create an ability to try and create some inbound awareness so that people are not only just looking at it, but going and being further under the surface to try and find out more about it. So it's being able to create that awareness, also being able to track and measure how that successful, you know, the, the social media campaign mm-hmm. is, but also to then try and create some inbound marketing. Because if you weren't measuring at some point and you didn't have this guidance, which sounds awesome to me, you could be wasting time and money. And a lot of businesses don't realize that, do they? They just think, as you said, post, post, post. And, you know, let's get disappointed with the inner year and say it didn't work. So you've really, really planned this rebranding. Um, so the social media has been taken care of um, to a certain degree. Obviously, it's all very new. The website, what, what else would you, would you say you've had to, you know, be looking at? Well, I think maybe the enhancement of the website is sort of something that's, you know, going to continue over time. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the social media site, you know, or, or the social media sites that say people need to understand is why they're posting yeah. for purposes of putting things in social media. A lot of people, you know, they just think, well, I got to be here, I got to be here, I got to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, the first question everybody should be asking themselves is why and how does that work for me? Mm-hmm. So going forward, we're going to continue to roll out that awareness and we're going to try and create, you know, um, some more targeted content so that people will have 
the ability to then become a little more inquisitive as to what we do and have some ability to direct more of that inbound traffic. But I think it's a question where we, you know, we just want to make sure that we're educating and we're providing useful information to answer some of the common everyday questions that people have mm-hmm. with respect to their personal situation and their financial plans. So it, it really is a very strong tool for educating people or creating an ability for people to find the information to be able to answer some of their internal queries. And that can lead to conversations. And that, in our business, is what's paramount, is really continuing to have conversations not only with our clients, but also people who are interested in learning more about you know, what we do and the financial planning process. And we, we look at you. We I, I often tell my clients that I use social media really as my um, private detective in very simplistic terms. It, it offers me the chance to see what people are, are doing on social media, how they are acting on there, if they have credibility and, and if they are actually walking their talk. And we can't connect with everyone day. We can't have everyone as clients, but it enables me to make better choices. Moving to the real real life, you know, the, the out there meeting people in the traditional way face-to-face, are you coming up with many people who are a bit confused because they didn't know you were rebranding and you have to take time to explain or is it something that you, you've managed to roll out in such a way people are not, you know, confused by the process who you meet at, you know, on a daily basis? I think there's a couple of important points in there. First of all, um, there's always going to be a little bit of confusion when people either rebrand themselves or people are introduced to somebody who, you know, on social media has had a different uh, a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's exciting because, you know, we've got a strong message that we want to share with people. And you don't just do that through social media. You have to do that by engaging with people. So, you know, every day I'm having at least one or two coffees with people that are new or people that, you know, we've talked to in past or people that have seen the brand and message and saying, hey, you know, I don't find out more about it. So as much as you have that and developing and continue to develop that presence on, you know, your your social media or, or Internet, you know, basis, mm-hmm. it's a question to be able to then reinforce that that whole concept one-on-one, and it, doesn't, and it could never take away from face-to-face conversations with people. No, definitely that's, not. Like I said, I, I, you know, that, that point I was making about conversations is so important because that's how you get introduced to people, and you need to see them in person. So doing a lot of networking and supporting the rebranding and supporting the new message and getting out there and engaging is, is a very important part of it. I love everything you've shared with us today, particularly because I just shared um, online, and I'll I'll share a little bit with you and the listeners. I just shared that, um, oh gosh, uh, the real reason why 50% of new Canadian businesses fail by their fifth year. Now, you're not a new Canadian business, so you could have thought to yourself, you know what, I've got the credibility, I've got the brand, even if I'm going to make some changes, people will accept it. But you did everything right from A, B, C, D, and you're continuing to do it. And a lot of newer businesses could learn from you. If you check out the article later, it's in the Financial Post, it basically says that one of the factors is that people jump into their new business, launch their new business within six months. Um, And it's great to be, you know, uh, passionate about everything, but it also indicates a lack of preparation. So the speed at which you get into business means people aren't taking the time to consider what they need, where in your case, even though you already had a profitable business that was well-known, you've gone back in time as if you were a new business and you're taking that time that a lot of people aren't. So 
people will learn from you, Steve. You will be um, a great influencer. Well, you know why I'm successful? Because I take the time to plan, prepare, and look to the future. And I think that is why people like you are successful and do have longevity. I think a couple points there. Um, I work with a lot of younger people in our business, and one of the things is people need to understand that if they're getting into a business, it's not a hobby. They need to look at it as a business. They need to plan and have a business plan and have a reason to do what they do. And there's so many people who just think, well, I've got this great skill. Mm -hmm. I launch into it, but I have no plan. And that's my background is planning, obviously. So that is something I'm comfortable with. And a lot more people, you know, not only in terms of the perseverance, but they've got to have a direction. And it's not just a question of saying, I'm in this business, and then you wait for the phone to ring because it never will. You need to know what you're good at, and you need to go out there, and you need to find that business. And a lot of people just start too complacent that way. But not until they've done what you, myself, and a lot of other people have done, is the the planning and the preparation. So it says in this article, 15% of new startups fail in one year, while 50% won't see the end of the five. So I didn't realize 98% of Canadians work in small business. That's a huge number. So for somebody like you to be indicating and influence other people. Yeah, yeah, you know, people know me, but I'm still taking the same steps I took many years ago. And I'm in a way, you're starting again, Steve, and you're doing it properly, which means you will continue to be successful. Um, I'd love to have you back again in a couple of weeks if, if you'd like to come back and, um, you know, share how the process is going and, you know, if, if you do have any challenges, because I don't want you to have challenges, but at the moment it's going very smoothly, and that worries me. Do you think you'll be smooth running all along, or will you have some hiccups, do you think? You know what? If you don't have challenges, then you're not doing everything right. Yay. Because change <laughs> brings challenge, right? And you've got to be able to take that head on. But you talk about planning. You have to have a plan of how you're going to engage and deal with those challenges, right? This is it. You, you would be able to deal with the challenge. You're not one of these people that says, oh, help. I've got to give up. I've got a challenge. And I think this, again, is why you continue to be successful. Um, it's been absolutely awesome again, Steve. I know you're heading off to another appointment, so I won't keep you any longer. But we look forward to another chat in a couple of weeks. And um, I learn an awful lot from you, Steve. You're one of my mentors. I appreciate that, Linda. It's very warm, very heartfelt, and, and certainly I share the same with you with respect to our, our, our relationship. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. All right. Same to you. Take care. Bye. Bye. 